Welcome to the Beer Business Finance Podcast, the finance podcast for beer industry professionals. Finance is the science of making money. The Beer Business Finance Podcast will teach you how to make more money in your distributorship. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Beer Business Finance Podcast, where we combine beer with finance to help you create delicious profits in your beer business. I'm your host, Kerry Shumway. I'm a certified public accountant, a chief financial officer for a beer distributor, and I love numbers. The podcast will provide you with useful financial guidance that you can implement right away in your beer business to make more money. In addition to the podcast, please visit beerbusinessfinance.com. Here you'll find free tools and resources, information on upcoming courses, and you can sign up to receive the weekly finance newsletter. Each week we cover a specific financial topic to help you improve the financial results in your beer business. Today's topic is the inventory scoreboard. We're going to look at the four key metrics of inventory management. But first, a quote from Ronald Coase. Ronald says, if you torture the data long enough, it will confess. For most beer distributors, inventory is the biggest asset on the balance sheet. In this article, we're going to look at the importance of keeping score of that big asset and review the four key metrics to measure the efficiency of your inventory. The metrics that follow should be understood and reviewed by all members of your inventory team. The score should be posted in the warehouse, in the office, in the lunchroom, wherever the team can see the numbers. Don't hide these numbers on a spreadsheet on someone's laptop. Share the score so that you can improve inventory and the bottom line on the income statement. So here we go, the inventory scoreboard, the four key metrics of inventory management. First is days on hand, next is out of stocks, then out of code, and inventory variances. So we'll cover each of these in order. Days on hand, out of stocks, out of code, and inventory variances. So first, days on hand. Inventory days on hand. Imagine your inventory as piles of cash stacked around the warehouse. There's big piles of dollar bills shrink-wrapped and stacked floor-to-ceiling on pallets. The goal is to keep only as much cash tied up in product as is necessary to satisfy the market demand. The inventory days on hand metric measures how efficiently inventory is managed. If you have too much inventory that leads to problems, there's a drain on cash flow, you're using up premium warehouse space, and you're going to get stale dated products. So inventory days on hand tells us how many days sales of inventory we have sitting in the warehouse. For example, if we have 3,000 cases of Bud Light 30-pack cans and we forecast to sell 300 per day on average, then we have 10 days worth of product on hand. That's your 3,000 cases divided by 300 case sales per day gives you 10 days worth of inventory. So the calculation is inventory days on hand equals the inventory 
divided by the forecasted sales. So how much inventory is too much? Compare the days on hand number with how long it takes to get product from the supplier. Ideally, the days on hand will match up to the lead time to get new product. If the days on hand metric is significantly higher than the order lead time, you got too much inventory. So set a goal for your inventory days and track your results against it. Now on the Beer Business Finance website, I'm gonna put a couple of examples of how you can use this metric and the others um, and some calculators if you wanna try this in your beer business. So next we have out of stocks. So a few things irritate an owner or a sales manager more than out of stock inventory because these are literally lost sales. There's no reason we should be out of stock on XYZ product, cries the sales manager. But of course, there's always a reason. Out of stocks occur in many ways, and here's four of the main causes. Number one, the sales forecast. Inventory is ordered based on projected sales. If sales greatly exceed the projection, we're gonna run out of product and we're gonna incur out of stocks. So for number one, it's important to have a good sales forecast. Number two, supplier delivery. The amount delivered may be less than what we ordered. It does happen particularly with high demand products from smaller craft breweries that just can't keep up. Think of the founders all day back in the day or Dogfish 60 Minute IPA when they were having trouble with production issues. So that's number two, supplier delivery issues can create out of stocks. Number three, inventory variances. So the amount on the floor is less than what the computer says it is. The shortage or the variance could be due to mispicks, unrecorded stale product, theft, or any other number of reasons. So inventory variances are yet another reason why we can get out of stocks. And number four, communication. It is key in any relationship, but particularly important between the inventory manager and the sales manager. A bad forecast, supplier shortages, and inventory variances are going to occur regularly and should be communicated. Poor communication leads to out of stocks, plain and simple. So out of stocks are, as they say, part of doing business. But when they occur, they can be a damaging part of doing business. So measuring this key metric, sharing the information with the team, and tasking them with improving the number is a big piece of the inventory management plan. So out of stocks can be measured and reported as a percentage of sales in dollars or in cases. So for example, if your sales goal for the month is a million dollars and the out of stock goal is one half of 1%, the out of stock dollar goal is $5,000. So 1 million times one half of 1%. Each day, the amount of sales and out of stocks can be computed, turned into a percentage and compared against the goal. So the team will know what the score is and where they stand in relation to the goal. And again, the math on this, the out-of-stock goal equals total out-of-stocks in dollars divided by total sales in dollars.
The out-of-stock score can be posted in the office, the warehouse, the sales meeting room. So this allows the team to be in a position to immediately respond and make changes if the score is coming up short. There's no need to wait until the end of the week or the end of the month to, where, to know where things stand. So provide training on what the goal is, how to calculate it, and where to find the score. The important part is up to the team. Identify where and why the score is falling short and get it back on track. Um, and again, I'll have an out-of-stock calculator on beerbusinessfinance.com so you can check these out for yourself. Next, we have out-of-code product. Out-of-code is the death of your inventory, and death is final. With the increased competition at retail and increased quantities of inventory held in warehouses, distributors are seeing more out-of-code product than ever. Preventing out-of-code product is the goal. This requires a good plan to manage product, including proper rotation and moving product from slow to faster-moving retail accounts. Many distributors have a detailed out-of-code prevention plan, and some use incentives to focus employees on reducing out-of-code product. One calculation you can use to measure out-of-code is to divide out-of-code product by total sales during the month or quarter. So this provides an out-of-code percentage in relation to total sales, very similar to your out-of-stock calculation. So for example, if you sell 100,000 cases in a month and 400 cases go out of code, the percentage is 0.4%. 400 divided by 100,000 is 0.4%. So remember, what gets measured gets managed. We measure so we can manage the out of code, improve on the number, and improve results on the income statement. Again, your calculation, out of code product in cases divided by sales in cases equals your out of code percentage. So there are generally two flavors of out of code. There's warehouse out of code and retail out of code. And each should be measured and have its own out-of-code prevention plan. Warehouse out-of-code is that product that just never had a chance to fulfill its dream. It sits in the warehouse from birth to death and never gets delivered to retail. Retail out-of-code, on the other hand, is product that is out of sight and out of mind. It's at the retail account. Unless, of course, there's a good plan to manage this remote inventory. So warehouse out of code. Product in the warehouse can be controlled through rotation, monitoring, and communication to the sales team. Many warehouses have a close code section where inventory is segregated and easily identified so that it can get special treatment, moving it out to a retailer that can sell the product quickly. Retail out of code is important to remember that all sales are not final. If the product goes out of code in the account, it's usually the distributor's responsibility to pick it up and credit the account. The sales and delivery teams are in and out of that retail account weekly and should be monitoring code dates. Out of code product is a growing expense line on the income statement. Set up a regular measurement of out of code, communicate to the team, and work 
to reduce the number. Next up, inventory variances. So an inventory variance is the difference between inventory on the warehouse floor and what the computer inventory shows. So these variances are caused by a variety of things, mispicked product, breakage that doesn't get recorded, theft, errors from previous inventory counts, and so on. So many small mistakes here can add up to big dollars and big variances in your inventory. Inventory variances I've found have a corrosive effect on the entire distributor organization. This variance leads to out of stocks, poor customer service, and mistrust of inventory accuracy by employees. To get a handle on inventory variances, start with a measurement of overall inventory accuracy. And there's many ways to do this, but I've found the calculation here is useful. And the calculation goes like this. Just simply take your inventory variance in cases and divide it by the total inventory that's on the floor in cases. And that's going to give you your inventory variance or inventory variance percentage. So when you conduct a count of inventory, simply divide the total variance by the total cases on the floor. So for example, if the computer inventory shows 100,000 cases of product, but the physical count shows only 99,000 cases, you've got a 1,000 case difference. You take your difference, that variance of 1,000 cases, divide it by the total cases, 100,000, gives you a 1% inventory variance. So the variance percentage can be completed for the total inventory, as in this example I've just gone over, or it can be done by individual SK. For instance, if the computer inventory shows 1,000 cases of Bud Light 30 packs, but the count reveals only 990, there's a 10 case variance. 10 case variance divided by 1,000 cases is a 1% inventory variance. So it's helpful to have a top level inventory accuracy for the entire inventory on hand, all your SKUs, as a general benchmark. It's obviously more useful to conduct this variance by individual SKU so you know exactly where your variances are. So in closing, inventory is the biggest asset on the balance sheet, so we've got to give it the time and attention it deserves. Again, visit beerbusinessfinance.com. You can get a template to set up your inventory scoreboard so that you can improve the profitability in your beer distributorship. Measure days on hand, out of stocks, out of code, and inventory variances. Remember that old business adage, what gets measured gets managed. So set a goal, measure your inventory, improve the score. It's a win for your distributor, your customers, and your income statement. So until next time, I thank you for listening. And I'm yours in finance. Thank you for listening to the Beer Business Finance Podcast. Please visit www.beerbusinessfinance.com for free resources to improve the profit, cash flow, and value of your beer business.